0: Hello everybody and welcome to our second episode of the Students Say podcast. My name's B, and this is Natalie. Um, yeah we're just, this is our podcast about how to survive at university and the lead up to it so you don't get as nervous
1: as we were. Very true. <laughs> I was very scared, well I wasn't scared but like it's a stressful period trying to sort everything out because you it's not as easy as applying to like a school or like applying to sixth form it's a completely mm-hmm. different ball game that is what your lecture like your lecturers oh my god I've been at uni so long your teachers in sixth form will help you along the process but sometimes it's easier to know what it's like from the outside and like hear a student's perspective about how they got
0: there um today we're going to be talking about a level results and offers from universities where we've applied to and where we got offers from and the whole process of that really um so yeah because we found that it's basically well for natalie it was a year ago today you left wasn't it
1: yeah yeah i guess today i finished my last last exam I today i finished college, I had my last exam and I was like, Oh, it's fine, we'll chill. And then I was like then I went into my brain was like, even though you've got an unconditional for your dream uni, it's still stressful, like you still need to make sure you've got good grades because employers are gonna look at them. You don't want to get bad grades to the point where you get you 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 and then like your uni's like even though you have got an unconditional, your grades aren't good enough. You failed every single exam, you're not coming to uni. And i was how, at that point how did you
0: how did you feel after your last exam were you did you feel really happy that you'd finished or were you like oh my god i what am i doing now
1: well i was at the point where i just was ready to leave college like i hated it you love school college is like the two years where you just don't want to be there and then you go to uni and you love uni and i think everyone's that's that same point um, so I left college. and I, Yeah, okay. The only reason I kind of went to college, well, I went to a sixth form college. The only reason I kind of went was to be able to get to uni and to be able to get to uni and do what I wanted to do. Because I only really liked going to my media lessons because that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I knew from joining college that I wanted to go into media or like some sort. And of course, we're both now on journalism courses. Um, but I knew that I wanted to go into media. I just kind of stopped enjoying it and I just wanted to get A-levels out of the way. So I was at uni and doing what I wanted to do again. Um, I don't know whether that's just me or whether you had the same experience being at college. Um,
0: well, first, I feel like ancient history isn't, doesn't sound the most enthralling um, A-level <laughs> anyway, so I bet that was a hoot. But anyway, um, I did media, photography and sociology. And actually, to be fair, I found I really, really enjoyed sick form because um, I, I went to the same sick form as like secondary school, so you could go to – it was like a joint-on thing. And I really, really enjoyed it because a lot of my friends stayed and um, I was – Really, I really enjoyed the subjects I did and who I was with, and my teachers were really, really amazing. So I was very lucky in that point. So I think after I finished my first exam, I was sort of like, oh, what do I do now? Like I, I think because you've been, for me, I was at that secondary school for so long, and now then you went to a big university. I was sort of like, oh my god, I'm actually really nervous about the whole situation because you've never been in that situation before and yeah it was quite scary but I think that's why I've I think that's why it's such a big step for everyone because I know people in my area they were really nervous about going to university but I think when you're from a big place like a big city or something it seems like it's not as much of a large jump
1: well i round my area you have like the secondary schools and then some i think like two or three secondary schools linking with a sixth form but we have like a set sixth form in the like my little i was going to say my little town kind of is my little town we have like a set sixth form that's literally just for like ages between 16 and 19 or something so there's literally just two year groups in there so course i left secondary school at 16 and I left everyone that I knew um so I went to college and met people through college that I'd went to different secondary schools so I'd already kind of had the break from that and of course because I'm in like not in a village like you there was loads of different people that came into it so I was kind of already meeting people my college was like um Kind of, you just went in when you had lessons and then left, like uni is, which I think kind of was helpful for me because then I knew what it was like at uni to just go into lectures and leave because that's what a lot of people don't realise. Kind of, as such, you're left independent at uni. Um, if you don't turn up to lectures, that's on you. Like that, your lectures aren't going to talk to your parents. They ain't going to be happy with you because of course you're paying nine and a half grand to go and turn up at lectures I think one of our lecturers said it was like 300 quid if you miss a lecture or something like that and I was like Mm. that's a lot of money to waste for just not being asked to get out of bed like yeah it's one of them but yeah I
0: I think it's it's yeah for me it was quite a big a big jump and that's why when I finished exams I was quite I was really really nervous about starting university because if you've lived somewhere all your life and now you're just moving away it does make it a big um a big a big leap but I felt like as well when I was applying because where did you apply
1: for? Um, so, I applied for Nottingham Trent doing media communications and culture, which I had a, had a big issue when it came to me picking what subjects I wanted to do at uni. But we'll talk about that in a future podcast when so we talk about going and visiting universities, which of course is kind of difficult in the current global pandemic. But we will still talk about it later on because <laughs> people might find it interesting. So, I applied for Nottingham Trent doing media communications and culture. I applied for the University of Northampton doing multimedia journalism. I applied for University of Northampton doing um, multimedia journalism and also University of Northampton doing sports multimedia journalism because I had my heart set on going to Northampton and I wanted um, ways around of both going to both, like going to university at Northampton, but had two courses to kind of pick from. So, that's where
0: I went, and I'm pretty sure you kind of went similar route as me. Um, yeah, I, I sort of, I applied to, um, where did I apply? Oh, Nottingham Trent, um, University of Northampton, De Montford, um, University of, it's Bristol, but it's not the actual Bristol one, it's like, I think it's UWE, where, University of West, I don't know, <laughs> something like that. It's got the word West in it, and yeah. Hertfordshire. But basically, I had my heart set on Northampton um, because it was just, you just know when you go to the right university. But it was, I think, applying to uni and getting the offers back, it's the most exciting thing ever because oh, yeah. you're, you get so... Sh- Shocked, but you also are really really nervous about what if everybody declines me which is it can happen but it is very rare for all of your five universities to decline all of your offers so yeah it is it is quite scary did you get offers from all of your unis you applied to well I applied
1: for four um I got a conditional at Nottingham Trent and then with our course we have to um we had to do interviews um because it's a practical course they wanted to see what we were like and we did like a little radio speech just to make sure that we could speak on radio because that's what our course entailed for like the next three years and probably for the rest of our life realistically um so when i went to wolverhampton i got an unconditional there because of course there was an interview you kind of more likely to get an unconditional if you have an interview realistically and then uh, both for Northampton I did my interview on the same day for both the courses and got an unconditional for both of them so I knew straight there and then because when you apply to UCAS you put down so you get all your choices and then you put down your top two so my top two well I didn't have to do top two but if you have conditionals you put your top two down so I just did Northampton as multimedia journalism, as my firm choice, come what may, I was going there. And I think it was the stressful thing as well for us was we got an email saying, Your UCAS has been updated. That's all they tell you. So then you'd log into UCAS, and it's like, mine was always, You have an interview schedule for this day. It wasn't whether I got a conditional or not. It was like, You have an interview schedule. I'm like, That's just not helpful. So we had to go through an extra process. Then when we got email sent that you got like, You got your conditional, your unconditional. You get like a buzz because you feel like what you've put in, doing like your personal statement and everything has just like worked and that you have got to where you want to do. Because applying to uni can be a very stressful process, so it's kind of a yeah, one,
0: yeah. Um, just for anyone that doesn't know, um, unconditional. Uh, the difference between the two is conditional is you get an offer, but you have to get your university grade. No, you have to get your A-level grades So of each of your subjects. So if they say you've got a conditional offer, you have to get BBC, um, then you'll get you'll find out if you get those results, obviously, on results day. And then from there, they'll tell you if you got in, if you got the grades, of course, you'll get in. Um, and then unconditional means you just don't have to you don't need the grades they obviously liked you and liked your application so much that they decided to take you on
1: no matter what so yeah but we do suggest that even if you do have an unconditional still work for good grades because the university want to see that you still put the effort in even though you have an unconditional grade and that Mm -hmm. you employers will look at your a level results slash b tech depending on what
0: course you're doing um yeah the the lady who interviewed me for Northampton as Natalie and I were lucky enough to get unconditionals um she said if you get an unconditional just don't take your foot off the pedal and you never sort of forget something when someone says that someone that you someone that you've applied to because they obviously I think although a levels don't reflect no let me start again A levels um reflect of course like how much work you put in but they've also reflect if you get an unconditional your work style and your work ethic because if you don't work for them after you've got an unconditional then it really does show in your results. So I think it could it will also show to future employers that they're like, oh they didn't really put much effort in and they just slacked off and thought it wasn't really a big deal even though it is because you still want to be proud of yourself at the end of your results you don't want to look and be like why did I just waste two years for the end like few months to be like oh I don't care anymore (laughs) I'll just get no grades
1: also when it comes to getting offers from unis make sure that you thoroughly think about your like what you're going to do as your options. Um, because, of course, if you think that you prefer one uni to another, like we preferred Northampton to any other uni, we put that first, but that's because we knew straight away. If you're I'm in mean, and R in, your best bet, yeah, okay, you can't probably do it in this pandemic, but your best bet in any other circumstance would go and visit the two unis that you're top two and go and see what your best bet is as we said, if you get your eye level results, you're sorted. But uh, if you don't get your eye level results come results day, and all your offers from your needs because you don't have the results you need have been declined, there is such thing called clearing, which I know one of my mates went through. Um, It's not a bad thing to do. Um, A lot of people have to do it. Um, And basically what it is, is the universities so UCAS opens it come I think it's like later on in the results day I think yeah Mm he's nodding at me you can't see that um (laughs) later on in the results day they open a thing called clearing which you are pre-warned about it's not an embarrassment to go through clearing um basically what it does is it gives you you put say what course you want to do and it gives you loads of universities it might not be a university that you want to go to but it gives you loads of options and pathways into getting to university. The clearing team help you get through university because they understand that not everyone gets results and there are different ways around it and you should not feel embarrassed about having to go through clearing. And I feel like a lot of people, I don't know if it's just from where I'm from, but people do sometimes look down on clearing as being like, you're not good enough to get the results straight away
0: why are you going to university if you're going through clearing is that just my end um no i agree i think we definitely uh, my form i think people were really embarrassed if they didn't get the right grades even though they tried their hardest sometimes it just wasn't the right day for you it wasn't the right exam things just happen and it's never your fault but i think because I always found clearing really confusing, like the concept of it. People always try to um, like explain it, and I'll be like, "Sorry, I cannot understand what you're talking about." But it is it is simple. You just have to. I think it'll be. It's quite overwhelming if you are put in that situation. But everything happens for a reason, I think. And clearing, you're still going to university. You it's not you haven't been banned from university or just not going to the ones that you'd applied to but I'm very sure you'll still have an amazing time if that happens to you
1: if you have your heart set on going to university even if it's not the one that you want to go to if your heart is set on going down to university you'll make the most out of the situation and I know on results day I was uh, very emotional like I remember I got my results at um I think it was like six o'clock in the morning so I woke up at like six o'clock in the morning and literally looked at my iPad with my results because I got my email from the university of my choice and I started bawling my eyes out and then I got there was one grade in my like out of my air levels that I cared about the most was my media grade because of course I wanted to go forward with it so I all through like my mock exam period I was getting all right grades but not where I wanted um so I was getting like D's and C's kind of kind of paying attention to like little tweaks that my lecturers like my lecturers my teachers made on me but like kind of I knew that I could push myself further after my mock exam. So I did it and I whacked my butt off for my A-level results. Like I tried so hard and I came out of me with media with a B and that was the one grade that literally got me so emotional that I bawled my eyes out after getting my grade because you don't realise how much effort you put in until your A-levels until like two years is done and you're just, you get your results and like, you're like, I've just spent two years of my life cramming in, like literally as like a topic every single day to get these results to depend on my future like it's a scary thing like it generally is because you're that's the first thing that you've like kind of college not college like school you kind of got like five years build up to GCSEs six forms, like two and I was really emotional that day like were you or was that just me mm. um
0: I I think I don't think I was really because so I got CCD but then I my media teacher told me that my media grade was just on me. so I got it I got it remarked and I was lucky enough to it go up to a B so I got B, C, D as the same as you um snap, snap um, and I did see a lot of people that was that were quite overwhelmed and were really really happy by their results and some were really really disappointed which broke my heart because that it that just must be awful if you're really gutted about your results and I definitely wasn't over the moon but I was happy enough because I knew I was still going and I know I worked my hardest to get the grades that I did and I think when you at results day I don't know if it was the same with you but I found like I was constantly comparing myself to what everyone else got. And I was like, oh, they got a, they got a B in photography and I got a D. Even though it doesn't matter, like you still worked your hardest and you can only do, you can only try your best. So I think that was probably the biggest thing for me, just comparing myself to everyone's results, even though no one else cares what you got.
1: Yeah, literally like you only do that because we're all humans. of course we're all gonna compare things like I still get results now and I'm better with it now because of course I'm at uni and we're all working together but I know sometimes I'm like I'm disappointed the fact that I know that I could have like my essays that we've submitted at uni I'm I know that I could have worded things slightly better and got slightly better grade but it just happens, like everyone compares themselves to everyone, but you've got to understand when it comes to uni and A level results, you need decent grades, but it's not the end of the world if you don't get good grades because uni's like the type of people you are. You're not just a grade at university like you are at college. You are literally a person and they like knowing about you along with your grades rather than just knowing about your grades. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole different thing as well,
0: because you, you're going to university to further your education. A lot of people just go into A-levels because they feel like they have to. And I think with A-level, I mean, with university, you can actually go and pursue the career that you want to go into. It's not just you're being forced to start A-levels. You're going to university and meeting people that are interested in the exact same topic that you are because our course multimedia journalism is very specific it's not just something like me very broad subject um so I think you meet very similar to and you I think you definitely still compare your grades at university but I know mine's got my thought process in that has got a lot better because I just think it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what everyone else got compared to you. It just matters if you're happy with how you achieved. And as long as you worked your hardest, there's nothing you can do.
1: I think also with our course, um, there's like there's multimedia journalism, there's sports journalism. And I think as a whole, we're all really close knit. And especially when we all recently got like our law results, we were all like texting each other, seeing how we all got on, because we all want each other to do well because we know it's such a hard, like, area to get a job in that we all just, like, support each other so much, which I think you get at uni, but you don't get at A-level.
0: And I think the one thing we needed at the end of that law exam was a big night out with all of us to celebrate the achievements of that law exam, because it was very... Even though it was online and open book, it was still difficult. (laughs) So we just needed a big communal get together
1: but soon fingers crossed soon we we will realize you realize when you're at uni that if it's the right thing for you it's the right thing for you some people drop out after a week at uni because they realize oh this isn't the right thing for me that's fine as long as you have tried say you get your results and you're like i want to try uni you can always wait a gap year and go in the next year which is absolutely fine a lot of people do take gap years um because that's the way that they want to go